From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. And off we go. I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for being here today. As always, you can find the podcasts all over the place. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find it right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. All right, let's get to our weekly chat with Brian Kilmeade here on the Inez Says Podcast. You can hear Brian every weekday morning, 9 to noon on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And the first question I asked Brian today is about all these pro-Hamas rallies that we are seeing pop up around the country how much of this is wretched anti-semitism that is cloaked in pro-palestinian rallies how much of this is anti-semitism here brian what do you think i I think a lot i mean it's up over like 400 percent since the carnage on october 7th now think about it um the jewish uh israelis of all different uh you know some visiting uh, some with uh, dual citizenship, massacred 1,400 over the course of hours in the most brutal way possible. And people go, okay, this is a great opportunity to get on Israel to not to respond. And when they do respond, they go, Israel's the problem. Really? Israel's the problem. Oh, they're responding to, uh, too abruptly. Let's, let's, um, let's call for a ceasefire. Really? Okay, so they're attacked. Innocent people are not only killed, but targeted. So out of the 1,400 plus, 790 plus were civilians, and that was in the battle plan. Why? Because we found the cards, uh, these flashcards on the dead Hamas fighters that showed exactly what they did, how they drilled, and what they were hoping to do. They're looking to target grandmothers. They're looking to target infants. They're looking to target pregnant mothers and cut the uh, fetus out. So that's what they're looking to do. So when people respond, they go, well, the problem is the brutality in Gaza. Excuse me? Uh, Now uh, the problem is Jewish people. And the problem is our elite institutions. And I'm not – listen, I know it's not solely Yale. I know it's not solely Cornell and Columbia. I know it's not solely University of Pennsylvania. But these are the the Ivy League institutions that are so selective, of course, unless you're related to somebody who's uh, famous and rich, uh, to get in. And these ones are so learned, they know that the Jewish people are the problem. So anti-Semitism comes up, but not only with a poster – uh, not only by tearing down hostage videos, where a uh, hostage poster saying, don't forget, these people are being held 200 plus against their will and probably tortured. People are ripping down those signs and then going after people uh, at the campus of Tulane. And then this guy, 21-year-old engineering student, decides uh, he's going to make death threats, and he's arrested. He's looking at five years in prison. But it, it, when we start unmasking others, now think about this, Scott. Mm. Not only are you anti-Semitic, you're pro-Hamas. Yeah. Do you know what these people stand for? Yeah. Utter annihilation uh, and reconfiguration of a caliphate 
in the Middle East and annihilation of a people, not a two-state solution. I don't know what the hell these kids are learning here in these schools, Brian. I mean, haven't we it's learned organized. from history? Like, I, it, it, well, they, and, and that's what I wanted to get to here because I do wonder, at least in this country, wasn't it some of these same people who were rioting in the streets three years ago for a different cause, if you will, or some of these same George people? Floyd. Exactly. Or some of these same people just wanting chaos and, and, and to riot just to riot? I think that we, we have to look into this because how do you get a group of people that seem ambivalent to everything, yeah. you know, who want to sit on their phones all day and, you know, people like, you know, where's the drive? Where's the motivation? Oh, I have an idea. Out of nowhere, I'm going to take up a, the Palestinian cause. Right. Really? Can you even recognize the, where right. the Middle East is or right. where the, the history of the region yeah. dating back to the Balfour Declaration of the 1920s? Have you really studied this? Because you're not studying American history. Right. You know that. You don't care about that. Yeah. You want, to, you want to just do enough to stare, take down an Andrew Jackson or Teddy Roosevelt mm-hmm. uh, statue. No doubt. And all it takes is a few clicks on the Internet to organize these wackos. That's the problem. And now we're seeing the Democrat Party starting to fracture here a little bit because you have the squad and other Democrats supporting Palestine or Hamas. And when you have Jewish Democrats like Debbie Wasserman Schultz here fighting back, are, are we starting to see a little bit of a crack in the Democrat armor here? More than a little. And the one thing Democrats, they have their differences, but they kept it behind closed doors. And you'd, 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 have a, you'd hear a source. According to a source, uh, the Speaker Pelosi is fed up with mm-hmm. the squad. They just got here. You'd see, oh, well, no, we have no problem. And that would be the story. And, you know, and, and people would choose to run with it or not. I have a source. Well, Republicans do this thing where I have a problem. Give me a microphone. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you exactly my problem. Mm-hmm. That guy, Kevin McCarthy. That guy, Jim Jordan. That guy, Matt Gates. Uh, that guy, uh, Mary... Uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that woman. So, like, the Republicans would be fight. They fight in, in clear in clear view. But this is the first time in a long time. I remember Democrats, Josh Gottheimer and the congressman from uh, from Indiana. The congressman says, hey, uh, he's a punk. And if he if he wants to do something different, essentially fight, I'll fight him. And then you have Debbie Wasserman Schultz saying that despicable Tlaib is for her statements. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've got to put in Elon Omar on that, and AOC is right there behind them. So that's a huge fracture because this guy called Joe Biden is president, and Tlaib is having a rally against the president. Mm-hmm. So against the leadership. So you could pretend like there's no problem, but there's a huge problem. Mm. And Joe Biden, who's bleeding, anyone who's paying attention knows he's doing a horrendous job. Worst in our lifetime. He's totally asleep at the switch. And even though they prop up the vice president, even if you give her the answers, she makes me feel less secure about her ability to do anything of significance. So, And when you see what's happening at the border, when you see what's going on, the world is literally in flames and has so much to do with his policies. And now you have somebody on the left who feels as though he's not green enough and not pro- anti-Israel enough. Mm. That's your party, guys. You guys might want to uh, work it out or get an intervention because you are bleeding American Jewish support. And the Muslim Americans, evidently, who are extremists, are not happy with your policy towards Israel. So um, he's losing a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's and he's and he's earned a lot of uh, of this anger. Standing next to Israel, I think, is a given. But behind the scenes, he's doing doing undoing it by urging them to pull back and trying to choreograph how they'll strike back. Yeah. So you 
on one hand, he's firmly pro-Israel, but behind the scenes, according to the New York Times, he's pushing for not a ceasefire, but at least a pause. This may be a loaded question, and I know Donald Trump, the former president, has addressed this issue recently. And Why are so many Jewish American people traditional Democrats? For the life of me, I can't figure that out, Brian, especially with the Republican support of uh, the Israeli state for so many years. Does it just go back years upon years? Is it just has it become tradition for Jewish Americans to be Democrat? You know, um, I'll give you a couple of theories. I mean, they actually ripped Trump for saying this. He said, I don't know why the Jew, you know, the American Jewish community wouldn't be voting for me. Uh, look what I've done. And it was like, how dare Donald Trump say that? No, no, he's saying that. He's always said that. Yeah. They don't like anything he says. Right. So, but you read this. I read it. I read, saw the headline. And I go, what did he say now? And I read it. And I go, he did, said nothing wrong. He's no. 100% right. Absolutely. So then number two is they go back to Harry Truman, a Democratic president who within hours of Israel uh, 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 declaring its sovereignty, we recognized it. And forever, uh, we will uh, be grateful. And he's a Democrat. Got it. I understand it. Mm-hmm. But since that time, also, if you're going to go back in history, who's the one who was for slavery? Democrats. Mm-hmm. Who's the one who was separate for equal? Jim Crow. Democrats. Who's the one who told African-Americans sit in the back of the bus? Democrats. Right. That was Democrats. But right now, if you look at where most African-Americans vote, it is mostly for Democrats. But historically, dating back not too long ago. It was totally switched. Uh, This guy named Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Mm -hmm. So I do think that the American Jewish community has been watching Fox more, and I'm reading these stories from Barry Weiss on down saying, Mm -hmm. uh, and not so much that we sit there and say Israel walks on water. Sure. But we sit there and say we know who the good guys are. And we know that if anyone dies, the innocents die. It's It's a tragedy and a mistake, never a target. For Hamas, it is the target. Mm. And if if you want me to support the Palestinian people, okay, tell me who. Who's going to stand up and say, that's not me. Hamas does not represent me. I don't cut out, you know, I don't decapitate 21-year-old German, uh, uh, German German-Israeli students. Mm -hmm. I am not for that. If you start telling me, as a Palestinian, I separate myself from Hamas, I will separate you. But until I hear anybody stand up and say they don't represent me, I am not going to sit there and say this is a uh, this is anything but Israel being a hundred percent right. And, and there's no two states. They're not walking away from a two state solution. Hamas wants nothing to do with a two state solution. They want to eliminate Israel. That is a non-starter. This is not Oslo 1993 with Yasser Arafat walking away from a deal with Bill Clinton. This is not Anwar Sadat working out a deal with Menachem Begin. Mm-hmm. This is not that time. This is a terrorist organization, not a country. Much appreciation to Brian Kilmeade for appearing on the Inez Says Podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the pod today. You can find me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.